1: Hello and welcome to the Fuel Better podcast. I am your host, Evan Lynch, and today I'm going to be talking about why I don't use before and after pictures in my online coaching business. There's a couple of reasons. If you're curious, stay tuned and find out why. So welcome to episode two of the Fuel Better podcast. I'm still your host, Evan Lynch. And today we're going to be talking about something that I find, I hold it very close to my heart and it's it's actually a core value I have and I'll get to that in a minute. But if you can't tell from the title of the podcast, what we're going to talk about today is a couple of the reasons why I don't use before and after pictures in my online coaching business. And uh, it's not for a lack of success with weight loss. Because actually in 2021, I've had an average weight loss so far of 7% body weight amongst clients. Now, not everyone gets that. Some people get more. Some people achieve slightly less. That's the average. 7%. It's a lot. You'll never see that posted on social media. It's just something that doesn't sit very well with me. So right off the bat, okay, there's one thing that I fundamentally disagree with when it comes to online coaches um using clients as a marketing tool believe me i understand the need to make content to show people that you're good at what you do but to me sacrificing a client's personal journey and reducing their identity to that of hey look how much weight i helped this person lose using them as a marketing tool just ethically it's quite wrong you know Uh, I, i don't like it at all i share stories i share the opinions the views of clients i had never ever before and after pictures i just i really don't like it it's something that constantly irks me um i recall personally back in my sports days people would have looked at me as nothing but a pair of runners okay how is training going when are you racing next and no other type of conversation would be facilitated other than that so I see kind of uh, this one-dimensional approach to health and fitness and it's fine it's okay to want to lose weight it's just not the only thing it's not the most important thing now don't get me wrong a lot of my clients come to me to help uh, achieve weight loss and that's perfectly fine as I said no issue at all with that it's the motivation behind it it's what else are we trying to achieve and it's what do we do when we reach your target weight you know is that it do we say okay job done um, now what you need to do is put your weight back on and come back to me so we can help you shave it off again so uh, right off the bat again when you deduce everything down to a before and after picture what you do is you make weight to be all and end all and that's only a game you can win for a certain amount of time okay so it has a defined endpoint. You can only ever lose a discrete amount of weight. So I'm about 80 kilos right now, and I estimate that I'm about 18 or 19% body fat. I'm not super defined around my midsection. It's not too bad. Somewhere around high teens, possibly 20. And that that's going to change. Uh, I'm doing a little bit too much sitting down and a couple too many fat whites and brownies for my sins. But um, I digress heavily here let's say I wanted to make a bit of change in my weight and I said right the goal is to reach 75 kilos okay lose five kilos that's fine that's a normal goal a lot of people have that goal what do I do when I hit my five kilos do I stop engaging in healthy behaviors do I maybe then learn how to maintain do I regain my weight statistically most people regain their weight plus some particularly if they engage in excessive or restrictive food behaviors to achieve that weight loss that's not great that's not a great trade-off you see it all the time yo-yo dieting cyclically losing and gaining the same few pounds it's very very common and i think personally before and after pictures potentiate this hey i'm a flashy pt try my shitty 1200 calorie a day diet and you can look like this for a very temporary period of time after which you will regain all of your weight again plus some and then feel like you can never successfully maintain weight loss i just don't like the message it sends across so i don't really know what my first point is maybe just from personal experience focusing on more outcomes than just weight and not hinging all of your motivation around a predefined endpoint might make it a more sustainable goal so if you focus on the process the things you do to achieve weight loss or to achieve a healthy weight or to have a little bit of a better diet i.e focus on hitting your fiber eating the rainbow on a daily basis remaining pretty active watching extras like what you drink your condiments sauces portions etc all of those small, boring things go a really, really, really long way, and they never end. Those are things you can do until the day you die. So that's, that's first thing. When you look at those pictures, you think, ah, that's the end goal. And that brings me on to my next point. You look at that before and after picture, and you look at the after, and the way it's marketed is that I had Patricia on my coaching program and during which patricia managed to lose x amount of weight now she is the best version of herself she could possibly be even though the only thing that's changed in her life is that i told her she couldn't eat chocolate and now she's slightly lighter odds are patricia still has all of the same anxieties she would have had she still has the same bills to pay she still has the same pressure at work maybe same commitments outside of work all that is still there losing weight is not a cure-all and it's most certainly not a fucking antidote for happiness okay that's that's one uh, home truth that i will make sure a client grasps understands or at least hears me say when we start off if their motivation is to lose weight in order to be happier or less stressed or insert emotional uh change here that's not how it works so I didn't ever want to be part of that i suppose tidal wave of people pushing promoting supporting the idea that working with a nutritionist or paying attention to your diet is all about weight loss and the only way you can be the happiest or best version of yourself is to look like a uh, cadaver or you know one of those things used in an anatomy lesson to show muscles to physiotherapy students you don't need to do that okay so I think that's reason too I'm I'm kind of doing this uh, off a very loose script I just wanted to talk and see what exactly spilled out of my head so you know there's there's a big movement there at the moment called haze health at every size and it's based on the premise that you can be metabolically healthy at really any given weight or body type and i think well i I know it kind of grew out of the culture developing of fat phobic people wanting to be super lean super thin at one body image being championed and the health at every size movement it's a great idea Uh, there's a there's a great kind of uh, thought behind it Uh, it's a good sentiment it's something people should grasp that you don't have to look like a bodybuilder to be healthy and again when you reduce it to just weight weight loss in every aspect is not always a good thing like in clinical settings if you have cancer let's say or liver disease or you're on dialysis weight loss is correlated with increased risk of death if you're an athlete training at a real high level you're already low body fat losing weight might be detrimental to your performance to your recovery to your hormonal health depending on where your body fat percentage is if you're a coach or if you know if you're someone who works with athletes and you're telling them listen you need to lose weight even how that's worded can have pretty severe side effects on the athlete. oh my coach said i need to be leaner or i need to be lighter that must mean there's something wrong with me okay so there are more things to you than weight there are other important metrics to watch so a a good a good example is people doing something like a 1200 calorie a day diet actually just skipping skipping days of eating so fasting or ketogenic diets or you know any kind of crazy stuff to achieve weight loss and you do a dietary analysis on them and you realize that the trade-off for doing this is that they're now deficient in pretty much every nutrient under the sun or they got almost no protein or they're walking around really really hungry or they're giving themselves an electrolyte imbalance or anemia in the process these things sound far-fetched they're not they happen a real life example of this is relative energy deficiency syndrome whereby an athlete chronically under consumes calories or they're there's just a big mismatch, even, not a mismatch, that's not even a word. There's a big mismatch between their input and their output. And just to do a short list of some of the outcomes of red s or relative energy deficiency syndrome uh, immunological impairment gastrointestinal disturbances reproductive problems impotence uh, stress fractures anemia poor mental health those are all pretty common well-known outcomes of restricting your energy so again i ask you if your goal is to lose weight Do we need to do it at the detriment of your health? Is weight loss more important than metabolic health, mental health, quality of life, dietary enjoyment, the ability to socialize with your diet, the ability to share your diet with your family? Or are you happy and do you think you need to go the brown rice, uh, steamed broccoli and boiled chicken breast route? If that's your cup of tea, fair play to you. I have yet to meet a person who ever wanted to do that who would enjoy it and who would say yeah do you know what I'm happy to do that for the next five years of my life so be wary of before and after pictures particularly if there's a marketing pitch under it to try my four-week program okay and just to put it out there a successful weight loss campaign according to the research is losing five percent or more of your body weight and keeping it off for two years so whatever you do within four weeks number one it's likely to be extreme but number two that's not a successful weight loss that's short-term weight loss if I didn't drink any water for the next day or if I had no carbohydrates for a day or if I gave myself severe diarrhea I would have successful short-term weight loss think long term how can I keep this weight off for a very very long time so just to, to go back to it then there is a lot of research that shows that if you go on a restrictive short-term diet in almost every scenario within six months you'll have regained your weight plus about 10 to 20 percent, depending on how severe your diet was and that can put you in a place uh, that you don't want to be it's called defeated pre-contemplator okay i'm going to do an episode on this in the future but the premise is you're after trying a couple of methods that have been sold to you as magic the cure-all the thing to lose weight the thing that works every time and you do that and you do lose weight but you gain it all back and your perception is well i've tried all these uh, quote-unquote tried and tested methods and i still have yet to lose my weight successfully and your conclusion might be this i'm not able to lose weight or i'm incapable of losing weight or nothing works for me but it works for other people maybe it's just me if you do that enough times if you go to slimming world enough for weight watchers enough or you try all the random diets out there and you only get that short-term success and then you pick up and try again whenever you know whenever you reach a tipping point on the scales for you personally you'll be left with that belief that nothing will work for you and eventually you will stop trying which is a pity because that scenario totally depends on who you're exposed to when you seek out help with weight loss and it's something that bothers me because for most people when they're looking to lose weight they're only thinking of the end point so they look at the PT or the nutritionist that has the most stark contrast images okay they don't think about how were those achieved what was the time frame this was achieved in um is it sustainable what do those people look like six months post weigh in or post picture are they happier is their diet better no people don't factor these things in they're really really important so i'm aware i'm kind of going off on one here this is a topic that i feel very very strongly about and this isn't just talk look back through my social media you won't see these pictures it's not something i do so just to go back on it then you know if I as a coach or a nutritionist whatever nutrition expert whatever you want to call me uh, as long as it's nice please call me nice things as long as I'm working with someone and you know they're getting the benefit from it that's really really important so from the coaching point of view yes there are KPIs if you want to lose weight weight loss is a key performance indicator I can't you know give you 1600 1500 1200 calorie diet depending on size and uh energy output 1600 calories is genuinely what some people need to maintain their weight uh that's not a lot of food by the way for most people but if my whole discourse with you is about no we need to push the weight down we need to push the weight down at any cost and then when you achieve that weight loss i go ahead and i take those before and afters and they stick them on instagram or whatever it totally takes away the achievement from the client you know all those decisions those moments of restraint those moments of pushing themselves or of forcing themselves to make new habits try new things put the effort in and i reduce it all down to a single post so i can fill in my next coaching spot it's just wrong i actually think it's disrespectful personally i I find it very disrespectful so yeah again that's that's just a point of principle the last thing okay the last thing i'm going to say on this topic and i want to hear what you guys think you know let me know are we in an image obsessed world do people think about this stuff too much is it championed being being lean and do a lot of people see that as the be all and end all should we you know Uh, make a movement for quality and process oriented coaching as opposed to four-week program and a before and after picture Um, i think so i'm curious to see what other people think maybe i'm just odd or old school or new school or my own school the last thing i don't want to contribute to any of the things i've just said okay so when i work with people i'll put in a heavy emphasis on the educational side of what we're doing the actual mechanisms behind weight loss why short-term diets don't work why people feel the way they do why weight loss is hard and why we need to make it sustainable i.e do you think you could do these things for five years happily that's sustainable and i've been asking people this for years i don't want to go around then and totally fly in the face of my beliefs and my core values by just throwing those before and afters up that's not a message that I want to contribute to one of the whole reasons that this podcast is so I can get the message out there this is going to be one of the messages by the way that there is more to you than weight if you're working with someone like me you're an athlete you're more than a number weight loss can help if you're a professional cyclist weight loss can help but there are more important things like watts per kilogram being able to get through a session without bunking not actually being physically hungry all the time and nutrient requirements all of those are equally important as weight when it comes to performance so that's the performance side of things for general people looking to lose weight I ask you why are you trying to lose weight how have you tried in the past and if you find yourself in that defeated pre-contemplator or that phase where you've tried in the past and things have not gone well and you think weight loss is not something for you challenge that thought maybe your methods were flawed maybe you were just exposed to poor tactics poor coaching um poor guidance and ultimately this is a business you know my my business model is that when i'm finished with people they should never need to talk to me again unless it's to say hello and for the vast majority of my clients that occurs within three months the vast majority of people That's a crap business model okay i am not a businessman i am a coach who's here to help people but if you have multinational companies who make a living off of weight loss diets there is not a hope they're going to bring you to dietary self-actualization or teach you independence no way that's crap for business that means you are a one-time customer so just just think about that if you found this episode useful or something i said resonated with you i would really like to hear from you if you think this is an important message please share the episode tell a friend tell a coach um that it's not all about weight that maybe we need to start challenging that perception and uh yeah like it share it follow it and that helps this podcast grow it is only a new podcast it's in its infancy and i'm hoping to make this a pretty permanent thing so anyone who's listening currently thank you for doing so you are a fuel better podcast og and i thank you for that and the support so far has been really nice it's really kind it's great to hear so yeah guys that's that's all from me no more before and after pictures please thank you very much and uh, with that i'm going to end the episode okay guys so thank you for listening into today's episode i hope you enjoyed it don't forget to like subscribe and share the podcast if you found it useful help me get these key messages out there i want to change the way we look at health fitness nutrition and weight loss and i need your help so if you think the message in today's podcast is important or worth sharing please do it stay tuned i'm going to have more episodes next week and i'm going to have some cool guests coming on in the coming weeks um so yeah That's episode two. That's a wrap. Have a great week, everybody. And I will talk to you guys later.
0: Hold up.